When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did not like that hit on Kyler Yamamoto and lands a clubbing right hand that fells Justin Hall. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. be a dream come true. San Diego and the Blue Jays are in the top of the fourth. It is scoreless. The scoreboard presented by, and we are happy to welcome them aboard to Inside Sports. Cougar Paint Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. Cougar Paint Collision, great partner here of Inside Sports at 6.30. Chad, of course, the Edmonton Elks tomorrow visiting the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. 5 o'clock for the countdown to kick off and the game at 6.30. We will have uh, plenty of material tonight to preview that show. Laddie Schmid, former Edmonton Oilers defenseman, now spending his uh, post-hockey years here in Edmonton. Uh, he had some pretty interesting comments on social media today about Alex Galchenyuk, who's obviously uh, had his, uh, his tough times here over the last few days, and uh, Laddie kind of spoke about that a little bit, so he's going to jump on with us to uh, further elaborate on that and always a pleasure always a pleasure to have Alex Tagliani on Inside Sports he's rolling into Edmonton for the uh, NASCAR Pinty race on the uh, the Pinty series race on the weekend he's always fun to have on Inside Sports so kind of a quick overview of what we have coming up tonight we will also talk about an event that is happening this weekend in the fan park in Ice District so that's the area that is just to the east of Rogers Place where the old Baccarat Casino used to be. Not that I ever went in there myself. Uh, it, there's a there's an international beach volleyball tournament. Tons of Canadians. Uh, there's an Edmontonian playing who, who's a former U of A Golden Bear. I went to a media availability earlier today and grabbed a couple of injuries. Really interesting athletes and this is going to be a lot of fun going on fr- Friday through Sunday. And in the, in the spirit of the, uh, the beach volleyball event kellen you're lucky you haven't seen me today uh i i am actually wearing beach volleyball attire men's or women's well i think we gotta leave that let me just say i'm quite quite (laughs) scantily clad because if a game of beach volleyball were to break out i'd be ready to go well there you go and and they're fixing to break out tomorrow i hear the the what is they they are fixing the breakout tomorrow with the beach volleyball. Isn't that uh, like uh, this weekend type thing, or it starts on that, Friday? That's exactly what I was yeah. talking about, there Kellen. You thank yeah. you, th- thank you. <laughs> that's what I was saying. I got yes. my days fixed up. Well, I, thought, yeah, I thought it was Thursday. Well, a little bit, a little bit. I did say it's coming up this uh, this this weekend. But hey, as long as you're listening some of the time, we're gonna be okay. 
<laughs> lots happening, Rick. Yeah, lots happening. There's lots going on. All right. Of course, I'm happy to hear from you as well, and I will definitely listen to what you have to say. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can email the show inside sports at 630ched.com, and you can send me a message on Twitter if you still use that archaic platform. It is at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. My direct messages are open. Okay, so here's the deal. As you know, the Edmonton Elks have not won a game. They are not good. And uh, they have not done well against the Winnipeg Blue, but, well, they haven't really done well against anybody, but specifically against Winnipeg. The uh, Elks have lost seven straight against the Bombers, two games in 2019, three in 2021, and two games last year. The margin of defeat in those games by points, 7-6-15-27-10-14-37. and 37. It was 48-11 in a game last year. So the total score in the last seven games between the Blue Bombers and the Elks, Winnipeg 227, Edmonton 111. Seven wins in a row for Winnipeg against Edmonton, and they have more than doubled them in points for and against. The last Edmonton victory against Winnipeg, November 3rd, 2018, they won 33-24. So, you know, and that kind of corresponds with the time Winnipeg becoming an excellent franchise and uh, the Elks going on the way down. So, uh, a lot of problem for the Elks. One of them has been... The third quarter in games, the second half uh, halves of games. Despite the Elks being 0-6, there have been four of their six games this season. You could even argue five to some extent, but four for sure and maybe one sort of, where at halftime, you'd be thinking to yourself, it's more or less 50-50. They got a chance. And if you didn't know about all the history and the losing streak, you'd think, well, really, this one is could, could go either way. Of course, with the Elks, I guess we've kind of come to expect that it won't go their way. Uh, so here's something interesting that the Elks did at practice this week. Head coach Chris Jones explains. Yeah, we just essentially inserted a halftime in all of our practices this week and tried to, you know, uh, teach ourselves that we have to get restarted after we go back in and and uh, take a little bit of a break, come back out and uh, get a get another break as a team and start it back over. And so we're trying to simulate exactly what we do uh, during the game. So they're trying to simulate a halftime at practice and then getting back to work and hopefully doing better in the second half. I got all the scores for you. First game against Saskatchewan, it was 10-10 at halftime. Second game against BC, of course, the Elks got shut out in that game. They were down 9-0 at halftime, which isn't great, but it's not a game that is out of reach, and I still think the defense played pretty well in that one. Toronto, they trailed 18-17. You're down a point. You can win that one. Toronto outscored them 18-0 in the third quarter. Ottawa was uh, pretty bad. It was 16-0 Ottawa at halftime. Saskatchewan, the one in Regina a couple of weeks ago, it was 3-3 at halftime. Not a great half of football, but it was tied. The game was there for the taking. And then even last week, and the Elks left a lot of points on the field in the first half, it was still very much a game after 30 minutes. They were down 10-6. And you remember, scored early in the third quarter to go up 13-10. But in the third, they were outscored 24-7. So... Look, I'm not trying to pass the Elks off as a, as a team that's that's right there and uh, is on the verge of victory because they haven't looked like that. 
But if there has been a part of the game that's specifically been a massive problem, it's generally been the third quarter. So that's why they're trying to simulate a halftime at practice this week and see if it helps in the game tomorrow against Winnipeg. And, of course, another thing for the Elks, they don't make a lot of plays and they make far too many mistakes. And Chris Jones says they got to stay away from the major mistakes. We do have a young football team, but at the same time, we've got to figure out how to make some of those plays that are being made against us. And then we've got to protect the football. That's the biggest thing is the turnovers. Uh, if you get the turnovers, you, you win the game. If you give the turnovers up, then you usually lose the game. And so that's what we've got to do. We've got to protect the football. And then the most disappointing thing over the last two weeks has been the uh, been the penalties, right? And especially after the whistle ones. That's right. I mean, that's it's inexcusable. We're going to talk about it again tonight, and you know, it's something that we uh, that we've harped on, and I've just got to actually physically show them how how those types of things are are costing us football games. All right, so this is nothing new. Unfortunately, I, I don't think you're sitting there thinking, "Oh my God." Chris Jones to say they got to cut down on mistakes. Yes, we, we've seen that, but a continued emphasis, especially against still a very good Winnipeg team and a bit of a wounded Winnipeg team. I don't know if they're sitting around feeling wounded, but I think from the outside you could say how – I mean, they're coming off a game that their fans are saying, how do you possibly lose that game? The Ottawa Red Blacks have been able to put together a couple a couple of victories here. I, I would still say they're they're in the bottom half of the league, and Winnipeg had them down 16 points with less than three minutes left in the game. Ottawa gets a defensive touchdown, a two-point convert, a touchdown with no time on the clock, a two-point convert to tie, and then they win in overtime. A very unlikely win for Winnipeg. Uh, for Ottawa and the type of game that Winnipeg has easily put away for really the last three seasons. Zach Kalaros, you know I think highly of this guy as a quarterback. He was asked today about flushing the loss to Ottawa. You play this game to win the game, so it's it's uh, not a fun thing, but you know, to, to the point was made earlier, you, you just want to get back to work. You know, I think uh, getting back in the building is the most important thing and, you know, being critical um, of yourself and um, understanding what you could do better in the game. Um, so I think all that plays a part in it. And then, and then being able to flush it, have the ability to flush it and move forward. And I think we did a good job with that this week. All right. Uh, I think Kalaros and uh, his crew is going to be very, very ready to play. Kalaros was also asked about facing the Elks defense. They had a lot of talent over there. Um, you know, up front, they're very good at, at getting after the passer. Um, I'm not sure what the – I mean, I should know this, but I'm not sure what the numbers are from a sack and uh, hitting the quarterback standpoint. But I know they have a, a lot of really good players up front. Uh, so I think it starts there. I think, uh, you know, Coach Jones does a really good job of preparing those guys in the secondary um, for what their plan is, you know, week to week of, of understanding what that is. Um, and whether it's we're going to play more zones this week, we're going to play more match this week, or man, and, and having the ability to mix it up and having those guys understand it. Um, um, you know, I, I know from my time with him in Sask, he does a really good job of, of getting those guys ready to play. So they'll be ready to go. Um, you know, Conor's been in the league for a long time. I think he does a, good, a really good job at well linebacker. Pure Foyt Sam, they can move him to free safety. He's played that position before. I mean, I know he has a, the ability to probably play the halfback positions as well. So they have some really good players. And, uh, again, we're going to have to execute at a high level to win. Well, we'll see if they can get after the quarterback. Uh, I mean, the Elks have had some good pass rush pressure at times this season. They're probably going to have a bunch of fresh guys doing it. The depth chart today lists nine defensive linemen for the Elks. Nine defensive linemen for the Elks. 
we'll see how they rotate through that and if they get any pressure on Kalaros. Um, I, I think a bigger problem for the Elks will be stopping the running game as uh, Oliveira has been an excellent running back for uh, for Winnipeg now for a couple of seasons. So a quick overview there are some of the comments from some of the principals involved in tomorrow's game. Inside sports at 630ched.com is the email. I uh, have an email here from uh, a listener identifying himself as Kerwin Bell's biggest fan. That is a big throwback there. Uh, Kerwin Bell's biggest fan says, read the definition of grasping at straws, putting a halftime in your football practice. He goes on to say, yet I still think they're going to win the next two games. Well, that'd be amazing. I hope so. Again, I'm just focused on one. Kerwin Bell's biggest fan. But uh, now I I cannot get the image out of my head of him hitting himself in the area when he spiked that football playing for Toronto. Infamous moment. In, the, in, the, in his male area. 780-496-0063. Dave Campbell is in Winnipeg. He'll check in. Remember, we got Laddie Schmid and Alex Tagliani on the show. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Tomorrow, 5 o'clock for the countdown to kickoff game at 6.30. Elks at Blue Bombers, Edmonton 0-6, Winnipeg 4-2. Also in the CFL this week on Friday, it's undefeated Toronto at Hamilton. Toronto's only played four games. They've already had two buys, so Edmonton's going to play its seventh game while Toronto was still sitting at four. Toronto at Hamilton Friday, Saturday, Saskatchewan at BC. I would expect the Lions to win that one going away. Ottawa and Calgary on Sunday, both teams two and three. And again, Ottawa with a couple of victories over the Elks and the Bombers to uh, add a little bit of spark to their season. Mike O'Shea is the excellent coach of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. He was asked today about Elks quarterback Taylor Cornelius. He's very athletic, and he certainly gets yards and converts, uh, moves the sticks, you know, when he he uses his legs. So, yeah, we expect that that's going to be part of the game for sure. Uh, All right. I think that that is... uh, Mike O'Shea just being cautious at what he says. I, I think we've seen that Taylor Cornelius often doesn't get yards or move the sticks. He can move with his legs, and I think we've seen that when the Elks have looked a little bit more dangerous offensively, it, it's when Cornelius has been scrambling and uh, has been moving out of the pocket or doing a little half rollout and dishing the ball. Having said that, that's what he was trying to do when he threw the left-handed interception against Hamilton. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Kellen, what do we have? Okay, well, let's go to uh, Doug on the text line here. He says the Elks are now with it, uh, without Eugene Lewis, who is their best player on offense, and without Niles Morgan, their best player on defense. Winnipeg has been the class of the league for three years. The Elks have been a doormat for three three years. Dare I save it? Or sorry, dare I say it? We have the Bombers right where we want them. That's from Doug. And that last line was all in cap, so for the emphasis. Well, Doug's fired up. you got to find anything to get optimistic about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> we are right where we want them. Okay. Uh, we'll remember that one, Doug. Uh, Epstein's mistress also feeling the same way on the text line tonight. Basically saying, Reed, I am calling an Elks win tomorrow. It's the Law of Averages game. The Elks are 0-6 and have lost 7 straight against Winnipeg. Brian Kelly said it last night. The Elks are due. Uh, okay. 
Well, I mean, they will win eventually. I don't know if it's going to happen this year. I don't know if it'll happen tomorrow. But I think I know what he's referring to. I did pull a couple of Brian Kelly clips. Play that one, Brian Kelly, basically saying that the Elks have to keep grinding, Kellen. The key thing in sports, and, and it's whether it's football, triathlon, college sports, whatever, you just got to keep showing up, and you just got to every day. It's as simple as simple as it sounds. You just got to go and do your best because sports is cyclical. You know, you have good teams you play on, you play on bad teams. You have good coaches, you run across bad coaches. You, as an individual, you just got to go out there, and as a team, they just have to go out there. I know right now they're at the bottom of the league and and you know Winnipeg and Saskatchewan are kind of the bells of the ball but it was not that long ago and it will not be that long again where things change it always is moving and while today they're having their the stint at the bottom it was not too long ago that Winnipeg and Saskatchewan and those teams were I mean who would have ever thought that they would be the teams that the Edmonton Football Club aspired to be. You just keep going out and keep showing up. That's the key thing. Like as they say, showing up's ninety percent of the job. You just got to keep showing up, and it will change. They will get better. They'll win games, and everybody in Edmonton will be happy again. That's Brian Kelly, the legend himself, who was on Inside Sports last night. Talked a lot about his triathlon career, which is a prolific one. But we talked about the current edition of the Elks as well. He is right. Sports is cyclical. It stinks when your team is at the bottom of the cycle, and especially if they stay there a long time. I mean, the hockey team did miss the playoffs 10 years in a row. Uh, So, you know, you go through tough stretches. I think sobering perspective from an athlete who's been through it. Yes, things do change. You have to keep showing up. And that one texter wrote in about the law of averages. Yes, sometimes you might get lucky in a game. You might get a a bounce or two or a break or two, and maybe that starts something good happening. The Elks, though, to this point uh, have not had that happen to them, and they have not been able to uh, make their own breaks, as the old saying goes. But I thought that was a very interesting and mature comment from Brian Kelly. Speaking of interesting and mature, Dave Campbell is in Winnipeg. We also have Laddie Schmid and Alex Tagliani later on tonight. Inside Sports on Chet.